This is IGN. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for the New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off: U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. This is IGN. Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe Review. There are generally two types of Kirby games: the standard platformers where Kirby copies enemy abilities across easy-to-complete stages, and the more unique adventures that break wildly from that formula. Kirby's Return to Dreamland has been solidly in the former camp since its original release on Wii in 2011. Making its deluxe re-release on Switch recognizable in more ways than one: strong platforming fundamentals, creative late-game level design, and some worthwhile new content still make it worth revisiting. But it's a more appealing package for newcomers than those who have already gone on the original adventure. Like those aforementioned traditional Kirby platformers, the first few worlds in Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe. Are so remarkably unchallenging that they strip away any sense of resistance, and frankly, fun to be had. Flashy super abilities, which allow Kirby to do things like roll enemies up into a giant snowball or slash a massive sword across the screen, often start as almost automated sections that require very little player input. It's important to have games that welcome newcomers. But it takes at least a couple of hours before this adventure begins to feel even remotely interesting, regardless of if you are playing solo or with friends. However, once you reach that latter half of the campaign, Return to Dreamland begins to reveal what it's really about. The platforming stages start relying upon Kirby's copy abilities more heavily, like using the water ability to skim across fiery blocks or the jump ability to soar to new heights. By letting him leap vertically and knocking enemies out of his way, it does all of this while throwing increasingly difficult challenges in your path. Whether those are often repetitive mini bosses fighting you on screens with pitfalls and other dangers in the way, or platforming challenges that have you escaping a wall of death with creative obstacles to scurry around, the final stretch of Return to Dreamland, in particular. Feels like the original developers were able to let loose with a relatively challenging but never frustrating conclusion that's filled with creative levels and enemies alike. The finale, in particular, is a wild ride, standing tall with surprising twists and genuine challenge. In all, it took me about six hours to float through the main story of Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe, and over half of that runtime felt well worth the journey. Then there's the multiplayer of it all. Up to three friends can hop in and out locally at any point. They'll play as either Meta Knight, King Dedede, or Bandana Waddledee, who essentially take on one distinct copy ability apiece: sword, hammer, and spear, respectively. 
and can stack on top of each other or be carried across stages. Playing with this many players blunts some of the finer details of the level design, as it quickly becomes a chaotic game of trying to quickly clear enemies and get to the goal first. A section where you are supposed to time your movements to avoid boulders can quickly just become run through the boulders and hope someone gets to the other side. Boss patterns can also essentially be ignored as each character pummels the enemy to oblivion. Stages in general feel designed specifically around single player, but still work with a bigger group if that's how you choose to play. However, like similar multiplayer platformers, there's plenty of fun to be had just goofing around levels with a few friends. The multiplayer is probably best served as a sort of guardian mode, where you can have a less experienced player tag along and play with you, giving Return to Dreamland yet another way to welcome newcomers. So that's the original Return to Dreamland, but what the heck is new to this deluxe version? The most obvious improvement is the graphical overhaul. Outside of 2022's Kirby and the Forgotten Land, this is easily the best Kirby has ever looked, with character models, environments, cutscenes, and everything else looking remarkably improved over the 2011 Wii original. It's also filled to the brim with charm and small details, like Cowboy Kirby walking with a bit of a strut when he's using the whip ability. Then there are a few additions to the adventure itself. Three new abilities have been added for a Kirby to wreak havoc with. Sand, Mecha, and Festival. Sand allows Kirby to form flurries into objects like sand castles and fists to smack opponents around with. The Mecha ability lets Kirby fly around the screen quickly, shoot off lasers, drop deadly mines, and fire rockets at foes above. It's probably the most powerful copy ability in Return to Dreamland Deluxe, and my personal favorite. They've also brought the Festival ability over from Star Allies, which turns enemies on screen into point stars and health-recovering food items. They fit in so well that had I not known any better, I would have just assumed they were always in the original release as well. The Verdict Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe takes a fun but straightforward Wii platformer, freshens it up visually, and adds a new mini-adventure to pad out its otherwise relatively short campaign. Kirby's journey across planet Popstar starts as a slow, overly easy drudge. But once the difficulty picks up and the stages become more creative, this platformer shines through to its over-the-top conclusion, even if that conclusion comes far too soon. The Magalore epilogue is also a welcome addition that stands on its own as another brief but worthwhile story. Return to Dreamland certainly isn't Kirby's best or most creative outing, but if you haven't already played it on Wii, the deluxe version is the ideal way to see what a traditional Kirby game is all about. Spoken Layer Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 